welcome to Tea Time. This is a weekly pop culture podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network. I'm Liz Kelly. I'm Kate Allowell. And I'm Amelia Wedemeyer. And today we're checking in with end of the summer streaming recommendations. We're watching He's All That, so you don't have to. And we're also discussing all things pumpkin spice. It's time. Is it time? Is it time? We'll We'll find out. We'll see. Okay, before I get into the show, let's take a quick break. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff, with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue checkmark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. On May 10th, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. What a wonderful day! This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. I stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters May 10. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. All right. I cannot believe it, but it is end of August. Um, I don't know where the time goes, but we're going to give you guys some end of summer streaming recommendations. Some to really grasp on to the last days of August. Some to look ahead. And then I personally can't wait to hear from Amelia, who's going a different route, but um, we'll get to that in a second. (laughs) So if you'd like to squeeze out the last bit of summer, you're not ready to approach fall and pumpkin spice season, I'm recommending the new season of Love Island uh, for the U.S. listeners. You can find them on Hulu. So I'm still behind. I have not finished the season because for some reason I thought I could not watch it, but you can. Um, So you can find it on Hulu. It's not the best season there ever is, but there's Kygo songs and slow-mo like dance montages. So that's like all you really need for like a summer trashy show. Amelia, did you have something to say? Yeah, I was. So Jomi, who works at The Ringer and listens to Tea Time, shout out to Jomi. He watches it and he said that this season is not very good. Yeah, there's basically one amazing girl named Kaz. I don't know if she gets voted off again. I'm like three quarters of the way through, but she's my favorite. The rest Mm. of them, it's not a great bunch, but look, I mean, the bar is slow. We're still in quarantine. It's still the same fun vibe. So, you know, are you watching Bachelor in Paradise, though? Yeah, but you know what? I like Love Island so much better. (laughs) Bachelor in Paradise is kind of boring because I didn't watch Katie Thurston's season. So I don't know who any of these guys who are beefing are, you know? Yeah, they all suck. So it's fine. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) My other recommendation, again, just like it's end of August, but we're not ready to let go, is The White Lotus on HBO. Um, You can listen to actual real commentary on the show, on The Watch. I know Bill's talked about it too. 
But this is for the listeners who want to go vacation in Hawaii and are not and being responsible and staying put. So it's a beautiful setting. It's basically about a bunch of rich, white, entitled hotel guests staying at this hotel called the White Lotus. But wait, Amelia, did you know who's in it? I know who created it. Okay. So Mike White, sure. What? If you listened to our podcast last week, uh, which clearly you didn't. Didn't. (laughs) Never do. Never do. No, no, we we did talk about the Survivor connection. God damn it, you guys. But it's okay. Uh, No, wait, let's, I want to talk about it with you though. Man, how did you talk about that, Kate? What'd you just say? Like, oh, cool, Alec. (laughs) No, we talked about Mike White and how he's our modern day Renaissance man and how he dominated Survivor. Then he went on to be in Create School of Rock create the white lotus and then he cast his survivor friend God in the white lotus as well. Dang it. I was really excited about that. Sorry to be you got it. Do your how, homework, Elizabeth. How come you guys <laughs> never tell me when I put things in the I'm outline sorry, you talked about that, when I was out? It's just sabotage. You just have the white lotus as your streaming wreck. I was like, "Great, I'm glad you're you're loving it." <laughs> well, of course I'm going to talk about Survivor with Amelia. That's okay, true. Fine. That's fair. Watch the white lotus if you so choose <laughs> or listen to last week's episode of Tea Time, I guess. Okay, Amelia, on to you. I've been doing a few rewatches because, you know, it's like, again, this Delta variant. It's not good, people. And I feel like we are going to be in lockdown again. Some of us already are still in lockdown. So be careful. Be safe. But King of the Hill is on (laughs) Hulu. And it is. I know it's I. I had avoided watching the show for a long time, even though I've I've seen the memes. I'm sure you have too. Like Bobby Hill. He's that little Mm -hmm. plump kid who's like, Oh, um, and <laughs> sorry, that's a bad impression, but um, it's actually, it's a really good show. It ended over 10 years ago, but it is seemingly getting a reboot. And it's about the Hill family who lives in a fictional suburban town of Arlen, Texas. And I, at first I thought it was all about like conservative rednecks. And while it definitely is, it's also very uh, cleverly subversive to the stereotype. And it's overall, just, it's a really wholesome and funny show. And I hi- highly recommend it to everyone who listens and who is on this podcast. It's really good. And again, Bobby Hill. If you don't like Bobby Hill, you are dead to me. So <laughs> that's my first recommendation. Um, and then my second recommendation, you know what? This is the second time I've been able to talk about him on a podcast because I really got to talk about him. I don't know how Juliet and Kyle let me do this, but... But on Bachelor Party, I talked about how John Travolta, he is a star. Like, I'm sorry, but the man is a national treasure who, one, he deserves an Oscar, okay? And two, he he lights up a screen. And I know this sounds very, I know I sound like I'm being facetious, but I'm really, I'm serious. He does. And I've been reading. I've really gotten into John Travolta in the last week because I rewatched Grease because it's on Paramount <laughs> Plus, and it is it, talk about a great end of summer watch. It that is, movie is, is iconic. Yeah. But he has like this just it's like this effervescent star power that is just all encompassing, and you just you just love him. Even okay, yes, he was hot when he was young, but he's still like captivating as an older person. And it's just I I just love John Travolta. Um, yes. Thank you. Uh, sure. So, so I would watch Grease is on Paramount Plus. Watch that. I've also watched the movie, a little movie called Face Off for the first time on Paramount Plus last night. And let me give you a quick synopsis of the movie. It is a movie 
That is absolutely bonkers. It's John Travolta <laughs> and Nick Cage. So another, you know, national hero. And uh, it's it's literally them switching faces and hunting each other while explosives go off. What? Yes. Okay. That's, that's the movie. So um, what is, I think I think you and I first met at a live rewatchables <laughs> show yeah. for Face Off. What? Yeah. I think that was literally the day we met was the <laughs> oh. live rewatchables for Face Off. And that's like everything I know about the movie. That's it. That's so all you I haven't got. actually watched it? No. No, I just have heard oh. Bill talk about it. Yes. <laughs> it's so good. It's actually like, it's probably the best movie I've seen all in all of quarantine. It's really Whoa. good. I know. Wow. It's it's an insane... How could it not be, actually? Exactly. <laughs> the premise is wild, but it's just like, you know what? They took a chance and it worked. And it's really wow. yeah. good. And you you just like can't... You know, most movies, or well, at least for me, I'm like, okay, I can like go pee. But this movie, you can't go pee. It's, wow. it's that good. It's That's really, a deal breaker I'm, for me, actually. Okay. <laughs> um, so there's that movie. Um, and then also Primary Colors is on Hulu. And it's... It's disguised as a movie about this character that John Travolta plays named Jack Stanton. And it's really uh, a disguise for Bill Clinton. And it's about his campaign for presidency. It's directed by Mike Nichols and adapted for the screen by Elaine May. So they are a great combo. And he's just, again, John Travolta is so likable in it. And he is really, he's giving me and everyone who watches uh, a really good Bill Clinton. So I think, you know, watching Clive Owen in this new American uh, mm. crime story, I'm going to be like, why isn't it John Travolta? You know? Yeah. yeah. Thank you. I love that you are on a John Travolta binge <laughs> just in general. Thank I you. think you might be one of the only people <laughs> who are doing that on this planet. But <sighs> I do appreciate that you give us the range on these recommendations. Yeah, like we never the same thing twice. It's, All right, Kate. Yeah. What do you got? Uh, um, I kind of took some liberties with this category because uh, only one of these are, are streaming. This <laughs> one is not. But this week, Twitter is a buzz. Because we got our first look at Kristen Stewart as Diana mm. in Spencer, which is the Pablo Lorraine uh, movie about Princess Diana. The three days she spent at, I think it's at Sandringham, where basically like her, their marriage fell apart. They decided it wasn't going to work. So as you know, I've had I've had been skeptical of sure. Kristen Stewart as Diana because we've had a lot of Dianas in the past mm-hmm. year. A we had lot. Emma Corrin, Emma Corrin on The Crown. Then we're going to have Elizabeth Debicki on the next season of The Crown, both of whom I love. And like, I love Kristen Stewart, but I was like, you know, we worry about the accent. We worried about the nose. Mm-hmm. Not <laughs> sure it was going to work. So yesterday, the poster came out and everyone was like, this is a beautiful poster. And it is a beautiful poster, but it looks exactly like the picture of Jennifer Lawrence when she fell at the Oscars going up the stairs. And she has this moment where her dress is all floofed out and she's like leaning over and she kind of has her head in her hands like, oh my God, I can't believe this happened to me. It looks <laughs> like they took that picture, edited it, gave her short hair mm. and put it on a film, po- uh, like made it the poster. And everyone was like, oh my God, this poster is so beautiful. And I was like, all I see is Jennifer Lawrence. Um, so I don't know if anyone else had that thought. That was my thought. I was still a little skeptical. I was like, it's a pretty poster, but like, it's fine. But today the trailer came out and I got to say that I'm in. It's exactly the kind of shit that I love. It's a British people uh, with kind of like a, a grainy filter, <laughs> a lot of beige tones. Mm. Looks like a lot of tension. Mm. Ooh, she looks great as Diana. She I have does. to say the yeah. nose, the fake nose is doing a lot of work. Uh, 
And my only thing is that we didn't hear a lot of dialogue. So we did not have a lot of chance to talk about the accent, but she kind of has the natural awkwardness and shyness that does actually translate extremely well uh, to the Diana character. So I'm in. I'm in on Kristen Stewart as Diana. This is going to be my like Avengers movie of the year. Uh, Very excited. And I'm in on all the Dianas. I know there's going to be like a Diana off, but I'm in. (laughs) I'm just impressed. I didn't realize that was a fake nose. Yeah, it definitely is. Wow. I wonder if Uh, they got it from the guy who did Charlize Theron's nose. That's what I was thinking. I'm just thinking about Charlize Theron every time someone says fake nose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It'd be funny if there was just like one fake nose expert, like just the nose guy that everyone knows. I think that's the guy. I think that's the guy. I'll look into it. And then also looking ahead into the fall and into the winter, mm. Netflix did their classic like thread drop on Twitter where they released all of the synopses of like a lot of their movies that are coming up. Sure. Um, and huge tea time news. The Princess Switch 3 the- is premiering on Netflix in November. <laughs> Let me read you the account. When a priceless relic is stolen, Margaret... Princes, Vanessa Hudgens, and Stacy, Princes, Vanessa Hudgens, <laughs> enlist the help of audacious Fiona, Princes, Vanessa Hudgens, oh, and God. A, a dashing man, no Princes, we oh. don't know who the dashing man is, probably not Vanessa Hudgens, to retrieve it, sparking a tantalizing Christmas romance and a very unexpected switch. How unexpected could it be in the Princess Switch 3? Uh, I can't wait to find out. I hope there's a fourth one. It seems like there has to be at this seems point. Like, like if there's three, there may as well be four. Why stop like we've, now? Yeah. We've passed beyond the realm <laughs> of willful suspension of belief and we yeah. can just have endless Vanessa Hudgenses. So that's very exciting. We get that in November. Can't wait. Then they had like a couple other early like Christmas things. There's a Brooke Shields movie called mm. a Castle for Christmas where she's trying to buy a <laughs> castle in Scotland uh, from Carrie Elwes of The uh, the Princess Bride, who I love. Uh, but other than that, not a lot. Of, it wasn't like the big Christmas drop. It was just kind of like an early look. I think they knew we would be psyched about the Princess Switch. They wanted to let it like have its moment. Yeah. Um, Kate, I can't wait. I can't wait to see more. I'm looking through this thread. Are you surprised at all that Sandra Bullock is in one of these movies? I know it's not Hallmark. It's Netflix. So it's like right. a bit of street cred. But she is buried in this thread and they just dropped this movie The Unforgivable released from prison after serving a sentence for a violent crime Ruth Sandra Bullock re-enters a society that refuses to forgive her past yada 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 I'm kind of surprised that that's not well, a flash year it's hmm. true she is kind of a Netflix darling after what Bird Box was that the one oh. she was in mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah I mean there was some good stuff here there's also like a Halle Berry revenge thriller oh wow um, several other things but I'm looking forward to like the big Netflix Christmas drop when they sure. like really give us like the interconnected Netflix <laughs> Christmas lore, as we know. Uh, anyway, just very excited for that. So something to look forward something to. Something to look forward to. Okay. Next category. This is like the tea time mashup. Not worth the tea this week in social media and relationship news all in one. Kate, go ahead. Uh, we're going to follow up on last week's big relationship news, which was Channing Tatum and Zoe Kravitz are reportedly dating. They've been seen out again together in New York. Uh, just out on the street being hot together. And the big news this week is that Channing Tatum on Instagram has followed just a flood of Zoe Kravitz fan accounts, <laughs> um, which like get in line. First of all, like, do you think that you're me? Uh, I can give you some recs if you need some good ones. 
But he, someone posted a picture uh, at sunscreen girlfriend on Twitter, posted a picture and said, this is modern day romance, actually posted a picture of the, uh, the people that Channing has followed. And it includes Zoe Kravitz fan, Zoe Kravitz fan, <laughs> Zoe Isabella Kravitz source and Kravitz Kravitz update, Zoe Kravitz fan page. So uh, he has a good range, I think. And yeah. I that seems like a really good way to win over the fans. Actually, is to like totally be like really big Zoe Kravitz fans. If you want them to like you, just follow their fan. Base. It's like when Ryan Reynolds followed Amelia on Twitter, and like That's you can't talk shit about them anymore once they follow you. It's right. so, true. You know that is true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow, dramatic. But thank you for bringing that up. Yeah. <laughs> What's next? Last week, you know, when we said, guess what? OnlyFans is not doing adult content. Well, they heard everyone's complaints and they've said, you know what? We changed our minds. We're letting you do it, both figuratively and literally. Ah, <laughs> nice. nice. Thank one. you. Nice. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but apparently, so this past Wednesday, they said, in a statement that they had secured assurances necessary to support our diverse creator community which means they must have made some kind of an agreement to pay for the content or someone's going to sponsor it. So yeah, so it's okay. You know what? They will continue to have adult content on there. So I think this is a good, yeah, it's a good win for everyone. It happened fast. That's a good, a good example of like, seeing the backlash yeah. being like okay you know what yeah. we fucked up and never mind <laughs> Amelia I also love that you're just like our official OnlyFans spokeswoman on this pod I feel like you've been <laughs> plugging OnlyFans for like a long time now. you are in on it early and I appreciate you giving us updates hey it is. thanks important <laughs> anytime yeah it is you know what good stuff on OnlyFans yeah. um and then also, this is a total pivot, but the new Spider-Man trailer dropped, Spider-Man No Way Home. And people are, you know, of course, already guessing who's going to appear in it because we we got Doctor Strange and he's like, don't go into that. I will do this multiverse thing for you. And then <laughs> um, and then we have we had uh, Doc Ock from the second Toby Maguire Spider-Man Ooh, movie. Yes, yeah, which is the superior one. Spider-Man series. Sorry to say. Sorry to yeah. be honest. Um, mm-hmm. And we also get Willem Dafoe's like Green Goblin laugh. And mm. apparently Jamie Foxx's Electro is in this. I never saw the Andrew Garfield ones. Um, but people are already speculating. And honestly, I only want to see this movie now because there's a chance that Kirsten Dunst and Tobey Maguire will reappear. Oh my gosh. I, She's I, got to. If Tobey Maguire's in I it, mean, right? Well, they haven't confirmed, and I guess Tom Holland was like, no, that's not true, but, I, like, people lie. It seems you know? extremely likely. I And hope all so. these Marvel trailers do is lie to us, and all the stars right. do is lie to us on these, like, you know, about these spoilers or whatever. So exactly. I'm very optimistic about a Kirsten Dunst sighting I in this just, movie. I mean, it, watching this trailer made me want to watch the original Tobey oh, Maguire yeah. Spider-Man movie. Mm-hmm. It's like, if you, I just, if you haven't watched them, you need, they're so, they are, honestly, the premier Spider-Man franchise. I'm They're serious. great. So yeah. good. That's the so. correct answer. Yes. Speaking of Tom and Zendaya, who are dating, again, by the way, in case we forgot, uh, you know, we were a little mixed on, I think we were largely pro uh, <laughs> them together, but I'm all in now because they went to a wedding this weekend uh, for one of their friends in Oakland. And there are just all these pictures of them being very cute at this wedding. They're like holding hands while like the bride and groom are dancing and like all this stuff. You know, they look fabulous. Uh, Mm -hmm. But it led to all of these very funny tweets about how people uh, 
about how confident a bride would have to be to allow Zendaya <laughs> to be at their wedding. <laughs> um, and I, you know, I don't really buy into the whole like bride culture. Like nobody else can wear white. Nobody else can yeah. like, you know, look better than me. But it was pretty funny to see all these people being like, honestly, hats off to whoever is allowing this woman, <laughs> this supermodel to sit at a table right next to them and expect people to look at the bride because <laughs> I get it. That God. would be... That would not be me. And honestly, it's proof because there were a lot of pictures and a lot of people that were filming them instead of the bride while they were having their first dance. So, yeah, I get it. And props to the bride and groom who, you know, just wanted their friends to be there. Yeah. Uh, And they looked really cute together. And she is significantly taller than him, which I just love and approve of. Love. Uh, So, yeah, great stuff. We love a height difference. Sweet. Uh, (laughs) Rounding out this category with the most important relationship news, perhaps of all time. I know we've talked about this couple before. I, I... again, got to the outline last this week and this is what happened. Um, so Amelia, you know, these people, you know, you reported on them first and, and Anstead and Renee Zellweger who are dating anyway, you know, it's like maybe another slow week. Uh, Us (laughs) Weekly's reporting, uh, very crucial news that Aunt Anstead thought Renee Zellweger was English until he met her, um, because of her fucking killer accent on the Mm. Bridget Jones diary series, which is true. (laughs) She's fucking great in that. But then it reminded me of their little backstory, which again is just is hard for me to say out loud. They began dating in June after meeting on the set of Ant's Discovery Plus show, Celebrity IOU Joyride. Um, Okay. I love that. Then, yeah, they teamed up to store two cars. Uh, I don't know. I don't know this show. I don't know about this news, but this is in the outline and it's my responsibility to talk about it. Okay, great. Thank you. Okay, thanks. (laughs) This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff, with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay authenticity guarantee, you can trust that feeling of reels always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. 
See website for details. Let's move on to the bread and butter of this podcast, the thing we've all been waiting for. This is like our moment. This is cringe mode. He's all that. The Mm -hmm. much anticipated Addison Rae Netflix remake of She's All That. Kate, you want to do the plot? Sure. Uh, This is maybe one of our longest cringe mode segments ever. Just looking at the outline. We have a lot to say about this movie. Uh, If you have not seen it, which you probably haven't because it came out on Netflix today. We watched it for you. You don't need to watch it. Don't watch it. Uh, It features Addison Rae as Paget. We'll discuss that name later on. And, you know, she's the popular girl. She has a lot of social media followers that she feels strongly about. She thinks that she needs a sponsorship in order to go to college. She thinks that she's from like this very um, difficult upbringing, I think is kind of the message. Her mom's a nurse. She lies about where she lives to her friends. Seems like she lives a very privileged life nonetheless. But what do I know? Anyway, her boyfriend cheats on her live uh on i believe tiktok even though they can't say tiktok i don't think yes Uh, no they do they do it is on tiktok okay so uh he cheats on her and she has to find another guy to make over and become the prom king it's the same plot as she's all that essentially and she picks this you know kind of boring photographer guy who also works with horses (laughs) very well rounded and you know they they become close they bond she gives him a makeover And then he finds out that it was like a bet. Uh, She wins prom queen. What else am I missing here? What happens that's important? Uh, They sing karaoke together. There's a dance number that we'll talk about. Um, And then they kiss at the end and it's fine. You know the plot. I mean, popular girl makes over nerdy guy for a bet. You know, he finds out, but they fall in love anyway. That's, I mean, it's classic. Yeah. 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 All right. Let's do the highlights. All right. Uh, It's a tight 91 minutes. You love to see it. Every time sure. I open a cringe mode movie and it's somewhere around an hour and a half, I have to put it in the outline <laughs> as a highlight because I feel such relief. <laughs> okay, so that's the first highlight. Second of all, there are some classic teen movie features that mm-hmm. I'm glad they tried to execute in this movie. Mm-hmm. It turned out horrifically wrong in many ways. But the first of these is the attempt to make Addison Ray a pop star via a singing scene. Uh, We've seen this. We've talked about this in so many other cringe modes. You know, I mean, we could name a bunch of them that we've done, Um, but it's just kind of a classic. You know, you have the actress. She can sing. You want to do the double pop star thing. Right. So Addison has a karaoke scene in this movie. She sings Katy Perry's (laughs) Teenage Dream. Mm. And I it's not good. It's I mean, it's absurd. (laughs) But I also put it as a highlight because I respect the attempt to do sort of the classic Mm -hmm. scene. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Thoughts? I mean, Lindsay Lohan, Hillary right. Duff, Mandy Moore. There's like a man. Anne Hathaway of did one in right. Ellen Enchanted. Like, right. Yeah. They all did it. You got to it. do it. It's the machine, part of the machine. Right. But right. this, you're right, was really cringy. I, it was I, tough. And it, she was also uh, dancing with the classic exactly. TikTok da- uh, dance moves, which is just oh, so bad. It was so really bad. bad. Yeah. Um, and then it got worse. Because another classic teen movie moment that they decided to include was the choreographed prom dance off. Like they literally and this isn't really I mean, I guess like a a dance moment is part of a lot of teen movies. But this the depths to which they went in this dance off 
It's at prom. <laughs> you got the girls. They're dancing against the guys. Right. Addison was giving like Julia Stiles save the last dance. Like think she's crushing it. Stop. The Hayden Panettiere meme, you know, where like she thinks no! she's crushing it. Like <laughs> no! that's the energy. That's the energy that Addison oh brought God. to this moment. You're so the right. The other people I thought were actually decent. Obviously, there are some professional dancers doing this with them. But again, it was like the attempt and not to like really like totally drag Addison through the mud as we're about to do on this whole segment. But it was not her strength. I, would say. I have such a bone to pick with this from a logistics <laughs> perspective, but I will save that for like whatever the sec, you know, the most confusing parts of this movie. This, yes. I had to look away. This was just actually hard to watch. It's also incredibly long. This is like, <laughs> it's a, really like long. a full three and a half minutes yeah. of choreographed mid-prom dance-off. Yeah. It's so serious. It's like oh. just, oh my God. I like, can't really describe it. No. <laughs> and they kind of like Matthew Lillard, who's the principal, which we're also going to talk about. He's like, well, the school has some weird traditions. And like, that's the only way they like try to write off having like a full choreographed dance yes. routine uh, in the middle of their prom. Anyway, I ha- do have this in highlights because again, I respect the effort, but it did not work. Um, and they'll probably, it'll probably come to Twitter uh, oh, absolutely. Yeah. So this is don't, you don't even be, have to worry about it. That, right. This segment is what will be circulated on Twitter as like, holy shit, I can't believe they tried to do this. Yeah. Um, People will be setting it to different songs. It'll be everywhere. Oh, my God. Uh, And then the final highlight that I also appreciate them trying to include is the blooper reel at the end of the movie. They definitely had a Mm. checklist of like classic movie things that they wanted to include. They did the blooper reel. It's not anything special. It's like, you know, they messed up a line and they're like, oh, and it's over. But again, (laughs) I always appreciate I always appreciate the inclusion of the blooper reel. Yeah. So, you know, some some highlights. Right. They took the manual. They knew what they had (laughs) to do and they were like, let's just follow this exact playbook. Although it didn't right. like work out exactly. Right? right. A highlight for me was there's again, like probably manual, uh, mean asshole ex-boyfriend fights mm. the good, more nerdy guy <laughs> who like somehow can fight actually like to the death, right. like a professional <laughs> MMA fighter. This fight scene was in a, a birthday party. Uh, again, it was like the good guy versus the bad guy. Yeah. The good guy who is, so we said a, uh, amateur photographer. He's a horse trainer guy who works on a farm with horses. Yeah. He can do it all. And he can also fight like literally to the death. He was dodging this guy's punches. Like he was trained in some (laughs) ancient shit. Like they made this guy, again, they tried to take a blueprint of like a lovable, you know, like the rom-com guy. And they just made him like a a superhero kind of. Yeah. It's just, it's just funny. I don't know. This fight scene was fucking hysterical, especially if you've seen two high school dudes throw punches. That's not what that looks like. (laughs) <laughs> at all you wrote Liz wrote in the outline it's like two dueling noodles <laughs> it is uh, it's no true you're right you're 100% correct no yeah. totally yeah. oh my god it was very much like did I actually start the trailer for Shang-Chi like what's going on here <laughs> they definitely thought that they were in it's like, like a Marvel Wick movie in this bitch. I just can't <laughs> yeah. don't understand okay also another highlight this is so small but it was the one moment I actually laughed out loud in this movie <laughs> so I was contractually obligated to write it down the uh, this little good guy. What's the guy's name? Hold on, I think it's Cameron, right? Cameron, yeah, it's Cameron. Okay. So and Cameron. they have a joke. They have a joke about how someone pronounces it wrong over the announcements. And I'm like, the main character's name is Padgett. Anyway, sorry. Continue. <laughs> I like Cameron's a weird name. That's true. They know. called him Cameroon. Yeah. Right. What? Wow. Okay. People okay. can't read. Yeah. 
Um, so Cameron has this younger sister, Bryn, who's like, you know, I guess the comedic relief of the whole thing. She's the little sister, sure. whatever. Um, she's talking to Addison Ray about her older brother and kind of like, you know, <laughs> making fun of him as younger sisters do. And then she, they talk about the, the horse thing and, and basically the guy gets called a horse girl, which I actually laughed out loud because I can't believe the term horse girl has made it into like the conversational zeitgeist enough to make it into a Netflix movie. Anyway, really funny. And perhaps that younger sister, Bryn, was uh, like a highlight just character wise because I don't know. She was actually a good actress, I thought, and provided, I don't know, something to something. the movie. Something Addison <laughs> Wright didn't do. So, yes. And then Agreed. lastly. Lastly, I just, you know, love seeing Rachel Lee Cook. I'm happy mm-hmm. that <laughs> she is beautiful and that she's getting work, even if it's this. You know, it's still a paycheck. So, yeah. I thought she was decent. Yeah. yeah. Was I mean, everyone, no, I, I again, her a lot. like pretty much almost everyone with one notable exception looks good in comparison to Addison. So, <laughs> Right, uh, right, we'll right. talk about the exception later on. But yeah. uh, my final highlight is Matthew Lillard, who is mm. also along with Rachel Lee Cook in the original. She's all that. Also, we just watched a movie with Matthew Lillard last week. Uh, so it was a little difficult to see him age 20 years <laughs> from last cringe mode to this cringe mode. But he's the principal. He's fun. He, mm-hmm. you know, I thought was kind of like a scene stealer in the prom scene, even yeah. though he wasn't dancing, which was, well, he actually did dance, uh, but he did not do the choreographed dance off. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, he was funny. He was fun. He was there to have a good yeah. time. I was like, yeah. okay, great. Yeah. Glad that you got your paycheck as well. Agreed. Love a good nostalgic nod. Yes. You know? Yes. Agreed. Yes, yes, yes. Um, okay. Let's do some low lights if we can even contain this category. Uh, okay. How about you start us off? I mean, we've said it already, but Addison is literally such a bad actress. And I know that we knew that she would be. And like, I, there was part of me that was rooting for her and wanted to be mm-hmm. pleasantly surprised. Sure. So like my expectations were like on the ground and I was ready to be like, she's better than I thought she would be. She's not. She's not. Did you, did either of you think that she was better than you expected her to be? Uh, n- honestly? Yeah. I, I also want to remind people that she's a Trump supporter. So yeah. Sorry, but I had to. Um, she, you know what? I will say this. She has a beautiful smile. Sure. She does. That's yeah. very like Aretha Franklin, beautiful dresses. I'm sorry. I don't mean uh, it to be. You. <laughs> you know, if, I yeah, it. look, like we didn't that's start. It. I didn't want to shit on her. Like, I, you're right. right. Like, you're it's right. not, we're not in the business of like making fun of someone unnecessarily. Yeah, I wanted to be pleasantly surprised. Yeah, I wanted to like totally. come into this movie being like, oh God, and then be like, okay, actually, she kind like of she can off. act. You know, no. yeah, it's, you know what? It was her facial expressions. Like, uh, and acting is, uh, acting is difficult. Like I could not totally. do this, so I right. can't. But she can't really emote with her face when she's yeah. trying to act. And it's and really difficult to watch. I think you can tell that she was a broadcast journalism major. Because <gasps> yeah, something you are about, so right. Something about her delivery. And part of it is like, she's doing a lot of sort of live streaming during this yeah. movie to her yeah. followers. So she does she's, kind of have this like, I'm Addison Rae and I'm here at the scene. Very but, like, peppy. Her... Something about her acting delivery is just giving like Channel Six news anchor. It's yeah. very over the top uh, and so very I think cheerful. She, she may have missed her calling there. She maybe should have stuck. Yeah, with that. you're right. Actually, about the live streaming, that was probably. I mean, because that wasn't even acting. That's like her who she is as Addison Wright to her fans anyway. So yeah, yeah, that was like the easiest to watch. But it was when she was trying to be like a high school girl and like yeah, emote. No. That was so difficult. It yeah. was. Uh, speaking of acting abilities, holy shit. I cannot believe we have not talked about Kourtney Kardashian's cameo yet. Oh Woo. my gosh, you guys. 
We didn't know what role she would play in this movie. We thought maybe she'd be Kourtney Kardashian and friends maybe with this influencer. We didn't know what was going to happen. She is actually um, Paget Addison Ray's publicist, ma- you know, business manager, woman controlling her brand and her image and her deals and her sponsorship shit. And she's supposed to be this like kind of, I don't know what, no nonsense industry bitch who's like kind of whatever. And it is so painful to watch her act. It's actually crazy. I know we're going to talk about this later, but I just can't. Yeah. I mean, she plays Jessica Miles Torres, uh, which (laughs) they say say all three names every time they they mention her. It's always Jessica Miles Torres. She pops up on the phone. It's like Jessica Miles Torres is calling. (laughs) Um, And yeah, she's like riding a Peloton. Uh, right. I mean, we we can talk about it now, or we can talk about it later. But she makes Addison look Oscar worthy. Yeah. Uh, in comparison, yeah. We, we can, can we can come back. Yeah. We can okay. circle back. I just had to back. say that it's maybe the biggest low light for me. It's no, awful. totally. Um, I also felt like this movie sometimes wants to be a commentary on influencer culture, but it stops each time it tries to cross that threshold, and it doesn't. Like it just like the character. I'll. Okay, so the character of Jordan Van Dranen, who is the ex-boyfriend, I think is a really great parody of like the Paul brothers or uh, Bryce Hall, who is Addison's mm-hmm. Ray ex- Addison Ray's ex-boyfriend. And he's like, he's really ostentatious. He's like, like Liz said, he's ready to fight everyone. And, you know, all those TikTokers, YouTubers are now like boxers. So mm-hmm. it's like within that vein. And that's pretty much the only commentary coming from like, a character perspective. And then they try to make Addison Ray's pageant as someone who's like clearly obsessed with followers and social media. And then she realizes this is really unfulfilling. And like, this doesn't make me a better person. But then at the end of the film, she's back to her old ways. She gets her sponsorships back. She's doing a sponsor trip to like Italy or where I don't remember. It was mm-hmm. like somewhere in Europe and it totally doesn't work. And it subverts your critique when you cast someone like Addison Ray as your pageant, right. and then and if you make the character do like revert back to oh actually influencer lifestyle is it's great and it works for me and I yeah. you know and that that was frustrating and then I yeah. also thought there was a lot of influencer culture is so shallow subtleties that they don't really like they end up it ends up being of no consequence and it's just like and I don't mean to like totally. This is a very fluffy film, so it's like, who cares? But at the same time, it's like it doesn't work when you're trying to be like, this is like kind of a commentary and we're trying to subvert the whole idea of influencer culture. And then you and then you you don't do it. It's yeah, just like yeah. it just doesn't work. So either do it or don't like commit or Ex- don't. But exactly. you can't have it both right. ways. Yeah. yeah, right. Right. That was a very smart comment. And I'm about to say a really stupid <laughs> comment, but as a low light, um, the costuming for the three main girls, you know, it's Paget, and she's got these two sidekicks, one of whom turns out to be your nemesis and this evil mean girl, whatever. They reminded me so much of, I don't know if you guys had this in your high school, but like the high school girls who like dress like business casual for no reason at all. Like, I don't know about the era or the type, like when I was in high school, like J. Crew blazers and flats and like a fluffy blouse and a statement necklace, like peplum tops. Anyway, they dress these girls so fancy. And I'm like, go to a high school. I don't know. Like, it just actually made me laugh. I just, they're a little out of touch. (laughs) She's sometimes in jeans and a t-shirt, whatever. But like to school, these girls are in blazers and platform high heels. And it's really funny. It also (laughs) felt like costumes that would be 
Like you could see these costumes in Gossip Girl or like Pretty Little yes. Liars. But yes. like this doesn't look like a 2021 high school to me. You know, like <laughs> yeah. people, I don't think the girls really, I mean, maybe they do. I don't know. I'm fucking 26. It's been 10 years. But uh, <laughs> but I don't know. I don't, I feel like it, the, the costuming was a little bit like old school. Agreed. Um, Actually, that's right. a good point. Yeah, right. It's For like me. clueless. They were all in like those same thing. But I feel yeah. like well, I should text Zoe Simmons and see Low light for me, there's some tough ADR matches in the editing. (laughs) Like early on, they show a conversation between Addison and Rachel E. Cook, her mom, and they show the back of Rachel E. Cook's head and she is so clearly not saying the words that we're hearing. And it just, I was like, oh, this is so tough. And it just, it's like, I'm watching this for the first time and I'm noticing this. Like, how does it get past the edit? I just, stuff like that just kills me. Yeah. I'm like, Netflix, you have so much money. Um, True. But speaking of money, Amelia. Oh, yes. The amount of SpawnCon in this, and we'll talk about it a little (laughs) later, but it is actually jarring. It literally occurs in every single scene. I'm yeah. I'm like not even joking. And it is so blatant because they that you know how sometimes they do the soft focus. No, no, no. This is like a very bold focus on like, you know, Doritos or core water. And it's so blatant that it's really obnoxious. And it's like, do you actually think we don't know this? Right. It's yeah. like as if Josie and the Pussycat don't like remember when we talked about <laughs> that? Or Josie and the Pussycat, whatever that movie was. And it was the spawn con, but this is like trying to get away with it more, I feel yeah. like. And that feels grimier to me. Totally. But, totally. Yeah. Also, lastly, sorry to really harp on this movie, but you know a cringe mode sucks ass when <laughs> the shopping makeover scene is terrible. Uh, if they couldn't even do that, I'm sorry. They obviously make over the the quote unquote nerdy dude. They basically right. give him a haircut, which Kate has talked about. But um, <laughs> yeah, you know it's bad when like that even disappoints. No. Didn't sucks. hit. It yeah, didn't hit. Um, I made up this next category <laughs> just because we had too many lowlights. Uh, I feel like we can just like really quickly just like burn Ooh. through these. Yeah. This is the most annoying and confusing things in this movie. <laughs> it's another name for lowlights. <laughs> uh, but kind of nitpicks. I guess we could call it nitpicks. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I like that. It's another name for lowlights. <laughs> we needed we needed an overflow category. Sure. Um, okay, really quickly, just like things that just bug the hell out of me watching this. One, when she's taking her fucking makeup off, but no makeup comes off and she's not even touching her face. She's sitting there full face of makeup, like abs, like eyebrows, like <laughs> fake eyelashes, <laughs> lipstick. And she's sadly wiping it off. You know, <laughs> nothing is coming off. It's nothing. There's that nothing now. on it's the towel. We've called out enough celebrities for this. Like right. Billy Bobby Brown didn't yes, go down for nothing. Like learn. <laughs> kills me i'm like show your bare face one time for a movie like right. it's fine yeah another thing she's talking about like she is talking about how she's had this like very i don't know difficult upbringing and she's right. like my mom's a nurse i've never told anyone that before why it's uh, like a nurse is a totally reasonable and like impressive profession, profession yeah why it's, would you not tell anyone that you're It's an honorable nurse? profession, like more yeah. so than most professions. Yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> like, what is wrong that? with you? You bitch. Wild. <laughs> Fucking also, wild. She did. Do you remember in the last when she's like talking about being prom king and she's streaming online, kind of her come to Jesus moment. And she's <laughs> like, I lied. Like I lied about my mom and being a nurse and it like cuts to the mom. If I was the mom. I'd be like, hey, what? I'm out here slaving away in a hospital all day and you're like embarrassed of me. I'm saving lives. Yeah. Uh, Insane. Insane Insane. plot point. Yeah. Um, So yeah, that was wild. 
One confusing thing to me was at one point, Brynn, the younger sister, calls the brother hot. And it was a throwaway line. But I was like, could we not have adjusted that to not make that weird? But I guess not. Uh, um, uh, yeah. Speaking of the hot guy, uh, your mysterious bad boy can either do darkroom photography and be in the indie bands or he can work at the stable. But like he, he cannot be a horse boy, oh ride horses, God. do photography, oh, you're be into so indie right. bands. Like, Learn how to throw a punch. It's too much. It, Right, fight like John Wick. Like this is too yeah. much. He needs yeah. to be not a superhero. Oh uh, you yeah. have to pick a lane, please. You're so yeah. right. Agreed. And he's like the indie kind of like bad. Right. Boy, I'm like okay, broody, whatever. Yeah. Um. <laughs> another thing, the intense <laughs> fall foliage around Cali High around prom season, which is May. Yeah. Last time I checked, I get it. You know, it's pretty red and orange colors in the back shot of all these movies. But like again, uh, 2021. We, you know, just sure. maybe don't put some more palm trees there. <laughs> and then other thing, I could spend an hour on this, but I won't. The choreographed prom dance-off that no one mentions, rehearses for, um, <laughs> thinks about until the night of prom. And it's like a full seven minutes of intense choreography. <laughs> we know how these work. You're in after school practices every single day for the month leading up to it. If you're participating right. in this kind of thing. <laughs> But no, Addison Ray is with in the dark room or in the stables <laughs> with him. It's just like, where did they find the time? Right. Like okay. one single mention of her being on the dance team would have helped. Would have been great. But yes. no. Yeah. No. Yes. Totally. Or even if it was leading up not to the prom king queen, but to the dance off. Like, why was that right. not even? Right. Ugh. Just wild. Just one <sighs> montage of her practicing would have been great. Um, yes. Also, this is, I guess, more of our age poorly. I noticed in the beginning of this film, because it was like so blatant, they said, Miramax produced it. And I was like, ooh, yikes. Um, which, yeah, one's powerful, but uh, not anymore because it, mm -hmm. it's the studio tied to Harvey Weinstein. And it's sad because I was looking through their Wikipedia and it was like, they produce films like Pulp Fiction, Shakespeare in Love, Chicago. And then the most prominent movie that they've produced in the last five years is like Halloween. And that was a co-production. So sad mm -hmm. for them, but also, you know what? Maybe you deserve it. So, yep. um, and then also one last thing I am dying. And I, I also died when I watched the trailer for this because they mentioned that this high school is called Cali high. And you couldn't think of a better name than Cali high for this high school. Like literally try <laughs> they say it so often oh too. Oh my god. <laughs> also, I'm pretty sure it was shot at Pally High in the Palisades. And I'm just like, maybe I, I don't know. It feels like just one. <laughs> Try step a little away. harder, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's do MVP and LVP, Kate. We gotta circle back to Courtney Kardashian. Okay, so the thing that killed me is that they don't even show 80% of her lines because I assume she's so bad that they couldn't. So like the first True. time she calls. Addison, they're like FaceTiming, but you're hearing Courtney talk and talk and talk, but it's showing Addison reacting because they mm -hmm. literally like can't show Courtney's face because of how awful she is. Right. I was I in think awe. That's right. Yeah. I was actually in awe of the edit that she got because she was so terrible. So I guess yeah. congrats to Addison because like that was the best she came off in the whole movie was in comparison. Maybe that's why she was like, let's cast Courtney. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, but it was <laughs> atrocious. Yeah, uh, I agree. I, I was watching her and I kept thinking for some reason how I know that Kim would have actually tried. Like Kim yeah. actually would have tried. And I just, I know this and I that's why she's Chris's favorite. That's why Skims is actually a successful company and Poosh has failed. 
Sorrow. Yeah. yeah Blazing re- hot take. The Kardashians have dabbled. Like I just watched Kendall Jenner and Dave and like granted all she had to do was laugh. This was like a bit more intense. But <laughs> you know what my takeaway was from this is like, does that mean actually though that keeping up with the Kardashians is not as scripted and fake as we think because Kourtney oh. Kardashian can't actually act to save her life. So maybe <laughs> the fake plot points are real because we now know what that looks like when she's trying to act, you know? Makes That's you think. a great point. That is a really good point. Makes you think. Damn. Okay. Amelia, MVP. My MVP was Peyton Meyer as Jordan Van Dronen, as he's the fuckboy influencer. Uh, I actually thought he was funny. I thought all of his little, uh, you know, dance moves and just like his clothing and just the way he acted was funny. And it really mm-hmm. takes, you know, cojones to lean into that character. And I thought he did a good job. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. If Props we're going to give it to him. someone, probably. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. Kate, you want to do the lightning round? Sure, we only have two questions, but the first one is thick. Uh, <laughs> what is the most egregious spawn con in this movie? I think we all added things as we saw them. So here is the list. Not to give them more uh, product placement, but here we go. <laughs> uh, core drinks, Peloton, Doritos, KFC, Aloe, Spiritual Gangster, Old Navy, Pizza Hut, TikTok, Ariana Grande. They use like five of her songs. Garnier, Smart Food. Uh, and I'm sure we missed like 10. Yeah, yeah. What's the most egregious? Amelia. Okay, I was literally screaming because they used <laughs> Katy Perry's electric song where she's like, electric. Um, that is actually a Pokemon Go Spawn Con song within the first five minutes of this movie. So it was like a Spawn Con of a Spawn Con. It was wow. wild. Spawn, spawn Conception. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it was the old Navy website for me. <laughs> they yeah. are just casually in the kitchen of like Bryn and Cameron's house, and Bryn is just scrolling the old Navy website, <laughs> which like I sh- I do that like sure, uh, but literally it was like behind her and she was scrolling old Navy and like oh, they God. never mentioned it, never went back to it. Like that was just what she was doing. <laughs> yeah, for me it was the Pizza Hut, which looked shitty, mm. even though it was literally <laughs> a commercial, basically for Pizza Hut. That's what you know. Also, she shows up and she's like, Pizza Hut? I'm like, damn, just call. It'll be at your house soon. Like, it's like, it's like not, it should have been some fan. I don't know. The guests who came yeah. in to these influencer parties were like so aghast that there was Pizza Hut there. <laughs> <laughs> just pizza. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. So I, I would have been more excited about Domino's personally. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Okay, and the final lightning round. Choose your ridiculously named mean girl. Uh, Paget was the main character, Addison Ray. Aniston was the uh, random blonde backup dancer who stole her boyfriend. And then Alden was the mean girl turned extra mean girl uh, who was Paget's nemesis in this movie. Choose your fighter. <laughs> sorry. Okay, Amelia, choose your fighter. Um, oh, sorry. I, I, I think Aniston is the funniest because it's like Jennifer Aniston's last name. Like that's where they got it. So... That right. No one. No, there's I mean, I'm sure there are people named Anderson. I don't want people to come for me being like, I'm named Anderson, <laughs> but like no one's named Anderson. That's well, not a first name. Right. That's right. why I chose um, fucking Paget because I was like, that can't be right. And I even looked on Instagram. I was like, maybe the teens are named Paget these days. There's like no one named Paget. If you're named Paget, please DM me because I, Instagram didn't even have your ass on there. So I don't know. Yeah, I also was going to take Aniston just because I don't think she has a real line in this whole movie. Her whole character is just being named Aniston. Right. Uh, and having a bob, <laughs> which like is enough. They look probably. cute. Yeah. 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 Good haircut. But yeah, bad movie. Don't watch it. Oh, uh, that was fun though. <laughs> I think we're going to be banned by Netflix screeners. So, so. I know. They're going to stop giving us screeners for sure. <laughs> 
Okay, let's wrap up this episode with Tea Time's unanswerable questions. Kate. It's hit 90 degrees this week. Wow. Uh, in Los Angeles, it hit 90 degrees elsewhere. And the pumpkin spice latte is back at Starbucks. The fall drops have mm. officially begun. Starbucks also dropped the apple crisp macchiato, right. uh, which is their other fancy fall drink. My question is, is it too early for the fall products drop? Do we have to wait for September? Are we ready as a society? Is it just too hot? What do we think? How do you feel? That's a great question. That's a great question because it, I mean, this is like the end of August as much as it kills me to say that. And people Mm -hmm. are going back to school already. Mm -hmm. That's Um, true. You know, so there's that. However, you know, I just like to cling to that. At least like give me until Labor Day, you know? Agreed. It feels like the flavor of apple is really good warm and it's so hot here that like I just can't really think of a warm drink right now. Although, yeah, I I think it's too soon. Kate? You know, as much as I love fall products and like last week I bought like pumpkin coffee beverage at like mm. World Market because they had their fall stuff super early and I was really excited about it. <laughs> as much as I am, you got to wait for September. I think September is like the first fall month. Sure. And yeah. I think you just got to wait. Trader Joe's waits until September. And like Trader Joe's is mm. like the ultimate fall product destination <laughs> for me. I fucking love Trader Joe's and their pumpkin products. Uh, and that drops on like September 7th. Yes, I did look it up. So... I think Starbucks should wait for September. I know they want to be first and like they want to spark these discussions and like congrats, it worked. Um, (laughs) But I do think you got to wait for September. It's too early. It's too hot. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Okay. We're agreed. That was a really boring. (laughs) No, no, that was good. That was good. I I think that's a, it's a perennial question. (laughs) Just wait till you get to my question. Mine's terrible. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I just want to mention this because I feel like Olivia Rodrigo, love her. She has been having to credit a lot of artists for her songs. Like she had to credit Taylor Swift on a couple and we know Taylor love her too, but she's very litigious. Uh, But she has yet again, Olivia Rodrigo has had to credit two of the people from Paramore for good for you because it does sound a lot like um, misery business. business? I remember the first time I listened to good for you and I was like, wow, this sounds like misery business. But I, again, I don't think I just, I have a hard time believing she was like, okay, I'm going to copy this and not credit these people. I just think there are only so many uh, notes in music that you're going to, ha- and there are so many songs out there that you're going to have songs that sound alike. And I just, is it fair? That's what I want to know. Is it fair that she has to credit these people, even though I don't think she intentionally like stole anything from them? Um, and I also, do we have any lawyers that listen to Tea Time? Yeah, um, that's what we got to do. We got to call if in so, an expert. Why? <laughs> 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 also exactly. true. Why? Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Um, you know, <laughs> I I think it's like very complicated because I think yeah. she it said like she was in contact with Paramore before the song came out. Oh, so, like, was she? Oh, okay. maybe there was like some intention. But again, sure. like it doesn't sound similar enough to me mm-hmm. uh, for there to be any need to credit Haley Williams and especially on the Taylor Swift thing where they're like, she had to add Taylor Swift to Deja Vu, like other than the song that she actually worked with Taylor Swift on. It's like, it just sets a dangerous precedent. I think Uh, for people who, I mean, there can only be so much music in the world, you know, (laughs) like, uh, and then, you know, I mean, I think it's fine to be inspired by other people and other songs and like sort of create your own, tributes to those kinds of things that having to literally give them credit. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I guess it's good for artists to be crediting other artists when need be. And it's something that obviously I don't know very much about, but I don't know. It seems like overkill, to be honest with you. 
Yeah. Agreed. I'll call my mom after this, see what she thinks. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Pam's findings. Okay. Last question. Should we do it? Do yes. it. Yes. Okay. You guys, I don't know if you've thought about her recently, but do we need Christy Carlson Romano to make a comeback? Maybe. Um, you might remember her as the older sister, Ren, and even Steven. She's Kim Possible. She's also in Cadet Kelly, perhaps her most iconic Ooh. role. Um, but yeah, she was like, you know, a Disney Channel old, kind of older sister vibe for the heyday mm-hmm. that we all watched it. Anyway, she's making the news. She has a TikTok. She has a YouTube account. She has an Instagram. She's like trying to make it work. She's a business woman. Um, sure. But she's making the rounds this week because she's talking about Shia LaBeouf. And she uploaded a video titled, Why I Don't Talk to Shia LaBeouf, which is like very clickbaity, but and like very obviously Shia LaBeouf is like, is like an actual bona fide, like maybe A-list star. So of course, you know, things are going to, outlets are going to be curious about what she's saying. Sure. Right. Anyway, she kind of just talks about their beef um, and how, quote, salty she was at his success. She said, we always had a little bit of animosity. I always wanted him to really appreciate what I gave to him. Which I'm like, what did you what did give you- to him? <laughs> what did, I don't know. <laughs> like you were on an ensemble cast. I get it. Maybe the dynamic that she's talking about, they're like little sister, I mean, older sister, little brother dynamic. Not sure. Yeah, but- he was clearly the star on that show. I'm sorry. Right. And she goes on to talk about that, right? Like, I guess he won some award. He was on the podium and she was sitting there with the whole team and he thanked everybody at the table, but not her. So maybe he has some beef with her back. I don't really know. Damn. Yeah, she feels, she feels jilted by the situation. He's making this big old splash in Hollywood and here I am. Anyway, she talks about she went to college. Mm. She chose this path, but... I, yeah, I mean, I I think she she has been working this whole time. I checked out her IMDb page, but do you guys think we need Christy Carlson Romano to come back? Could she be in like the mom now of the Even Stevens remake? You know how they do that with That's So Raven hmm. and stuff? Sure. Yeah. Why not? I mean, you know, Shia LaBeouf fucking sucks and his career should be over. So like, that's fine. Yeah. He can just be done. We can swap her mm-hmm. in. Uh, Margaret Qualley can date her instead ah. and all will be well with the world. I mean, <laughs> I don't have a lot two, of, perhaps. right. Okay. Sure. You know, we all discover things. <laughs> right. Um, I don't know. I mean, I have no real interest in her as an actress, but yeah. like I have less interest in Shia. So if we're going to pick one. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Amelia, I, does she elicit a strong reaction out of you? Or are you like, eh? I always kind of thought she reminded me of like the TV version. This is, I don't mean to sound rude when I say this, but like the TV version, like a less polished version of Anne Hathaway kind of. And I'm like, oh. you know what? Anne Hathaway is fulfilling because she's like Disney, you know, they're both beautiful brunettes. And I'm just like, you know, Anne Hathaway, I think is the better actress and I'm fine with her doing her thing. And yeah. Chrissy Carlson, like, I don't feel too bad for you because I'm sure you're getting like residuals and you, again, you chose she's to fine. have kids. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, you know what? Yeah. Happy for you, but like, don't complain. Right. Also, it's like, if you're going to talk about Shia LaBeouf, of course, people are going to watch that and take that and right, talk exactly. about it. Like, that's it's kind of why you're talking about him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the answer is perhaps not. Okay. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> let's wrap it up there. Um, yeah. <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening and getting through that cringe mode with us. And thank yes. you, Kaya, our producer. I'm Liz Kelly. I'm Kate Hallowell. And I'm Amelia Wedemeyer. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. 
you might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.